0: What's up, hybrids? Welcome back to another episode of the Phantom Hybrid Podcast. This is Hanako, and I am here with Michelle, and we are discussing season six, episode six of Outlander, the very explosive episode.
1: Yes, 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 Hello, hello, hello.
0: So, how do you feel about Malva Christie now?
1: <laughs> well, okay, I don't feel like her dad should fall off the horse, and she does something, maybe she needs to fall off the horse.
0: <laughs> I remember when I when this episode aired, I just kept looking at it. I said, Boy, I know Michelle got some stuff to
1: say. I mean, it I mean, she turned quickly, and I'm like, I know she didn't do this. No, this is not what I was expecting at all. You said it was gonna be some drama. That's not the drama I was expecting. Yeah. So it really wasn't a surprise.
0: Man, let me tell you, I was wondering how they were going to do it in the show because, like I said, I knew what was happening because of because I've read that part in the book, and they didn't disappoint. Like <laughs> when I say she played this role to a T, because up until mm-hmm. this episode, you know, she gave off this kind of uh, naive, a little bit immature. persona and then just in the last episode we've seen that kind of start to shift yes with her being found in the uh in the the meeting hall or church and blackmailing roger and then seeing what she was doing with the senator it's kind of like okay okay this is quite a turn and then it's like she completed that turn in this episode it's just kind of like yes you know Claire, Claire's dreams her, her feverish dreams were trying to warn her there's a snake in your house
1: it was now and it's <laughs> she went to poisoning Claire her dad because she poisoned them
0: she had to have mm-hmm.
1: because Especially, their illness was so different than everyone on the ridge illness
0: right, right. everybody else had dysentery
1: mm-hmm and
0: and Tom did not did not so let's let's talk about
1: I don't even know where to begin
0: okay let's start from the beginning let's let's start at the beginning um so when the episode comes on Roger's preaching to the you know to the church like we said we feel like this is going to be his his yeah this is his path
1: Mm -hmm. and um
0: so he's giving a sermon and after the sermon he realizes that uh Mr. and Mrs. McNeil weren't in church he says you know they've never missed the sunday so claire's like okay we can go check on them later on and she tells that to brianna and they decide to take lizzie and malva with them now as they are approaching their cabin first of all all the crows should have told you something was wrong crows were just kind of all around the house Mm -hmm. and then as They start walking towards the house. Lizzie says something about, oh, there's an awful smell. There's something there nearby. I was like, that should have told y'all right then and there, which y'all were about to walk into. But they approach the cabin, they open the door and immediately, like we hear the flies and everything. And you, you know, you see them react. There's a lot, there's a horrible smell. Um no one was, I don't think at that point, dead yet. Maybe no. the one child on the bottom bunk may have been. But pretty much the whole family is sick and they had the bloody flux, which basically they had bloody diarrhea. And, you know, they couldn't go for help. They were dehydrated. You have the father on the floor. You've got the mom on the bed. The baby's in the crib and the two kids are in the bunk beds and all of them are so weak. They can't even hold their heads up. So. Claire and the other ladies they're trying to get water into them they're trying to you know rouse them you know get them back conscious and it's just it's really nothing much they can do. You know, like I said, I believe the one child that was on the bottom bunk was already dead because we never saw that child stir. The child in the upper bunk sat up. They're trying up to get water too.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And
0: then Claire told told him to lay back down because I, you know, I guess she didn't want him to like overdo it before they could get water into him and he dies while he's in the bed while Lizzie's trying to tend to him. Malva's trying to take care of the baby and the baby dies. And once the mama realizes the baby has died, she literally dies dies, like instantly. You know, Malva says she didn't want, she she wasn't going to let her her baby go without her. And then I'm assuming that the father eventually died too. We never actually see that, but you know, we've got this, this sickness and we're trying to figure out what's going on. And as we go further, we see there are a lot of deaths, you know, there's a lot of people dying. And right before that, Claire kind of figures out, she looks at um, a sample in the microscope and she figures out that it is dysentery. And, you know, she tries to tell Malva and Jamie what might be the cause of it. And Malva is asking her her normal questions like she always does you know, trying to learn more. So is this, how, how does this spread? Is there something we can do? Can the penicillin cure it? And Claire is giving her all of these answers, but, you know, once we find out what she does later on in the episode, I was like, oh, she was really, she really does pay attention
1: now. She does. She's paying attention to everything. And then mm -hmm. you kind of get the feeling when it was happening, like, like when she was figuring out what was causing this like do you think Malva was a part of this like is the sin eater's body in the water now were you like thinking like something's going on and it's going to track back you know trace back to her that's what I I was thinking
0: but at the same time I don't think I don't think Malva even after this episode I don't think she's evil and I think those would have been the actions of an evil person. I think Malva found herself in a, in a compromising position. And I feel like she was urged to do what she did by her brother. And I say that because when, when the Christie show up to Fraser's Ridge and they go inside and, you know. Tom Chrissy announces my daughter's found herself with with child, and she won't name the, she won't name the man unless she's in your, you know, unless you're Mm -hmm. present. And when Claire asks her, so how far along are you? She's, you know, she's steadily looking down to the ground. And her brother kind of urges her. He comes up to her and he says, It'll be all right now. And he's steadily looking at Jamie while he's saying this. So I feel like either he either she confessed to him that Jamie was the one who did it and he was trying to get her to say it or he may have told her okay like maybe he figured out that some boy on the ridge knocked her up and it's somebody who of course is not as well off as Jamie and maybe he was the one that was like okay you know what but if you accuse him he'll have to take care of you and you'll be set I kind of feel like it was something like that because the way that Alan was acting like Tom Christie really was he really did seem like he had no clue who Malville was going to accuse but Alan, just the way that he was looking and he was like, everything will be all right, and the way he was looking at Jamie, I was like, "Yeah,
1: well let's back right up now because you're giving her a lot of credit and you're really nice to her today. Um, let's go back up. let's back up from the <laughs> from that scene. Okay, no, she may not be evil evil. however, she still caused her dad and Claire to be sick, which was the setup. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's months
1: before she said she was pregnant.
0: I think a few weeks, but yeah, I I believe she did that on purpose because probably at that time she'd already found herself to be pregnant. You think? And I think that she was trying to eliminate the two obstacles to Jamie. Now, again, I don't think she is in love with Jamie in that sense. I think she was looking at it like If I accuse him, he'll have to take care of my baby.
1: I don't know. I think she covets their relationship because the way she was observing their, you know, interaction in the barn Mm -hmm. and then how she was looking at their hand-holding and closeness at church. And I think she wants a piece of that. Oh, yeah. Because especially when Claire was sick in the bed, she already was trying to take her place because she well, tried she well, tried
0: me too. when when claire was sick and she was having a conversation with jamie she was talking about how much she admires claire and how much she wants to be mm-hmm. her not mm-hmm. be like her she said be, be her
1: be her take and her place like
0: yeah so i think she she was trying to eliminate claire obstacles right and you know i think her father probably you know yes he would have been an obstacle to that but also too i think she was just like oh okay kill two birds with one stone
1: yeah so we don't go back she
0: had a little guilt about it too because of the way she tried to kill
1: them because she didn't know how that was going to turn out right other people were dying
0: right right but they were also dying from something that i know but
1: she was mixing up her own thing yeah so
0: yeah but i you know Mm -hmm. i think for her like I said, I do think that she was trying to eliminate them. But I think in a, in a sense, as far as Claire goes, I think she had a little bit of guilt about it. not a lot. She probably had a little, a little bit. Because okay. she looked guilty once she saw how, how sick Claire was. Because I don't think, I don't know if I feel like she was trying to kill them, like maybe not kill them outright. She probably wanted to be slow. But I don't think she realized that Claire was going to get as sick as she did. And you have to think about it. Claire is the one who taught her all of this stuff. Yeah, Claire,
1: so what would, what would Claire, her point be in doing that then?
0: Maybe weaken her, maybe 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 in a sense to put that idea in Claire's mind, like after the fact, like, oh, you're unattractive now. You're old, you're weak. He, he doesn't want you. He needs somebody young like me. Maybe it's, it's just that. Maybe she really thought that once all of this came out, that Jamie would leave Claire and quote-unquote do the right thing by her. But of course, we know that ain't Jamie's baby. It's
1: not. I still think maybe she was trying to get rid of her dad and Claire. However, you know, it, she she thinks she's quick on her feet now. So it didn't work out. However, she said, let's cut her hair then instead, too.
0: You know, wait. Well, we'll
1: I was pretty upset about that.
0: Girl, you... That's the first thing when Claire wakes up and she's like, what, what, what? I was like, oh, she did cut her hair. Oh, she did cut her hair. Mm-hmm.
1: But and I- at any point, have you ever seen Claire in surgery cut hair? So you can't use that excuse. Oh, you had a fever. And then second of all, you wait till everyone leaves.
0: Right. And get Miss Bug of all people to help you
1: yeah you don't even wait till her daughter comes back Brianna. Brianna, do you think it may be a good idea to cut her hair you know with the fever you know because
0: Brianna would have whooped her head
1: yeah and would have <laughs> said hell nah bitch we ain't cutting her hair that has nothing to do with her being sick but we we can
0: we can chop that up to the ignorance of the time no we can know. chop
1: I that mean, up she knew what she was doing
0: I mean, I, th- I would say that. I would say yeah, she, she, knew she, I think she knew what she was doing, but mm-hmm. also the ignorance of the time. I mean, this is still the time when they, they did the bloodletting, thinking that that would yeah. cure people from disease. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Malva may have thought in the back of her mind, okay, because if you looked at the scenes before it, Claire was doing a lot of sweating, a mm. lot of it. And her hair was literally soaked from the amount of sweat. So I would say even just to get, for the benefit of the doubt, maybe she thought that that would help. Now for her to butcher it the way that she did, yeah, that she did on purpose. Yeah, she did that she did on purpose but
1: <laughs> and blame we thought it was going to be for the fever.
0: <laughs> Roger was like when she asked him, she was like, I don't want Jamie to see me like this. And he was like he 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 already saw, he, he he saw it and she was like, well what did he say? he didn't say anything he just cried I was like oh because Jamie loved her hair
1: yes. yes
0: but I mean I mean you think about you think about the episode when they got married and when she was finally allowing him to touch her and they were they were learning to be intimate with each other he just kept fingering her curls you know, mm-hmm. that was where the whole nickname on Knee and Down came from. My brown hair at last. And it was just like, yeah, she was trying to, she was trying to make it so that Claire wasn't attractive anymore, at least yeah. in her mind. But And I mean, because in the times, you know, a woman with short hair, I mean, think about it. When, when Jamie, you know, sees her and they actually talk after Claire has recovered, you know, he's like, would you consider wearing a cap? And she was like, absolutely not. Because yeah, because Mr.
1: Christie was like that too, like, whoa, cover that up.
0: Yeah, woman with short hairs. Yeah. I'm
1: like, yeah, it's your daughter's fault. But like
0: Claire said, I would have thought that you'd have you'd have been glad that I'm not like, you know, just showing off my womanly locks or my flowy locks mm-hmm. all around the place. But you know, this Tom Christie, anyway. But um, Malva, Malva, Malva. So yeah, she, she accuses Jamie of being the father of her child. You know, she finds herself pregnant and here's the other thing. So when the Christie's actually came up to the house, you had, uh, Brianna and Roger and Jamie and Claire, because Jamie was actually getting ready to go to, um, to town
1: Mm -hmm. because
0: he was going to a meeting for the sons of liberty and when they pulled up ian and rollo were sitting sitting on the side did you see the way ian was looking at her he was looking at her like i won't say with worry but i was like oh something that happened between them i mean think about it she was she was
1: she was free
0: and she was she was very flirty with him so, and we, we said a, a few episodes, episodes go, ago, yes. yes. And
1: I was like, I wasn't liking how that was going.
0: Right. Um. But the way he was looking at her and she wouldn't even look at, she wouldn't look at him. She wouldn't look at him. So I was like, okay, either something has happened between them or she was, I don't know, maybe sending false signals to him. And he thought maybe they were coming to talk about him and her, you know, because back in that time, if. If something happened where um a woman was deflowered by mm. a boy or something like that, then the parents would come to the young man's house and be like, okay, he 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 saw. Right. Her. So you would he think, okay, so so I really thought that's, you know, well, I didn't think, but given if I didn't know what was happening in the story, I would have looked at that and, and looked at Ian's expression and been like, oh. Ian's about to get hitched again (laughs) because that was kind of how it was but then the way she avoided his eyes I was like oh no this is something else like I felt like her and Ian may have been a thing but of course we saw her with Obadiah Henderson there's no telling who else on the ring you can't tell
1: I mean who could it be and at first watching the scene I'm like okay she's pregnant I still wasn't prepared for her to say it was Jamie. And I'm not liking what actually happened afterwards. Of course, Claire slaps her. But then you start questioning. And I'm confused. I don't know if it's because you're going through your own personal drama and you're self-medicating that you start questioning things. After all we've been through. I want her to say, after all we have been through. You seriously think like that i'm gonna mess with a young lady while you are dying in bed
0: not not only that okay yes the the argument kind of pissed me off and and once they kind of got to i guess the heart of it we see that claire believes jamie i think she was just i think i think it was kind of sort of if you look at it from claire's point of view thinking about the way roger and brianna were with the whole amy thing like Mm -hmm. it's not the fact that you think that he would do it but the fact that he might have been in a position to where people could believe it you know claire saw what she what she saw in Mm -hmm. her delirium like he's standing at the window and malva comes up and puts her her hand on his back and he turns to her but we don't really see what happens now here's the thing about that because the way that it happens in the books Claire is at a point where she is almost dying and she the way that they describe it in her in the book is like her soul is leaving her body mm-hmm. and she's going towards the light and she happens to she happens to float over this scene where Jamie is in grief because he really feels like Claire is about to die and leave him yes
1: and Malva, Malva comes is up
0: to comfort comforting. him Mm-hmm. And in the book, Claire's soul sees Malva try to comfort Jamie, and she was like, Oh, that won't do. And she goes back to her body, and that's when she revives. I really wanted to see it that way in this movie. I mean, in this show, of course, that would have been, I guess, a little bit too. I don't know. We haven't dealt with ghosts except for in the very first episode when we see Jamie's ghost right. and Claire. So I think it would have been a little bit too supernatural. Mm -hmm. So I like the way that they did it, but it does leave that scene open to interpretation because did Claire really see that or was that just something that she saw in her delirium? Right, and then after
1: Malva is talking about it, she's thinking back to what she saw. And then you talk about, oh, all of this because I time traveled and my life. Snap out of it, snap out of it. You know, you know, Jamie.
0: Not only that, let's, that go, is, to the, let's go to character. this quote-unquote confession that happens in this barn.
1: Oh, yeah. And then at first when he said, I have to confess, I'm thinking, wait a second, I'm on your side. What the hell are you about to confess?
0: Then he confesses to the whole thing that happened in the cave with, what was her name? Mary McNabb?
1: Mm-hmm. When right, before he,
0: right before he turned himself in? hmm That was 20 something years ago.
1: When you knew Claire wasn't coming back.
0: So here's the thing. I was like, okay, you know what? I love Jamie because he felt like that was something that weighed on his conscience that he felt like I had to, I have to tell Claire this, but here's the thing. If that's what he's feeling guilty about something that happened 20 years ago, we already know Jamie can probably count on one hand, the number of sexual encounters he had the whole time that Claire was gone. Mm
1: Mm-hmm his whole entire life
0: well that too because I mean it's, it's mainly been Claire but after Claire left there was Mary McNabb mm-hmm. there was Geneva Dunsany and that was a black male situation mm-hmm. and then there was Leary and he even by his own admission there wasn't much there because of the trauma that she went through with her ex-husband mm-hmm. she wouldn't allow him to touch her so my thing is anybody who knows jamie and claire which obviously the christie's don't know them that well jamie wouldn't even quote-unquote cheat on his wife the whole time that he thought that she was in the future and was never gonna see her again you really think he about to mess with some young chick while she in the next bed dying did you see jamie's face every time he was near her bedside that man looked like he was about to break down like if this bitch leave me i'm
1: i'm crawling to bed with her and i'm going with her he's not trying to set up another he's not trying to set up another life
0: and he said as much he was like you tried to die on me didn't you that's not allowed he was like you cannot die on me so So if he didn't even cheat on her when she was gone in the future unobtainable untouchable you really think he about to cheat on her while she in the next room possibly dying You know what, Malva Christie, I don't know who's coaching you on this stuff, but you obviously, there are some things you don't pay attention to. Like, yes, you could pay attention to all the medical stuff and you can get all of that. But when it comes to relationships between people, it's very obvious. You don't know shit about relationships. She doesn't.
1: She doesn't. However, I still feel like this trauma and self-medication that Claire is doing is... I'm trying to find the right words and I know I people have felt be...
0: Look, I bet you she won't be doing that shit no
1: more right and it, I know it's like you're not present because if you are present in the moment and present during this time I know you're still coming back from an illness but if you were truly present your first thought was oh my goodness if I didn't time travel and she did have a little bit of doubt I'm sorry yeah. she did And she carried that conversation. That's why he confessed into a relationship about 20 some years ago. Yeah. This is hindering. And that's when it becomes a problem. When people are self-medicating and it started to hinder their day-to-day lives. This is starting to hinder your judgment Mm -hmm. and your awareness of what is going on. And then finally she gets it like, no, he didn't do it. And then I'm also mad at Brianna too. Because what you questioning? And I know how y'all feel about Frank. But that situation with Frank is a different story too. You can't say the man is cheating when Claire says, I'm sorry, I don't want you. You do your own thing. Just don't bring her to the birthday party. That's what he did wrong. He brought the girl to the birthday party. Or graduation, I forgot what it was. What was
0: it? It was, Claire, it was Claire's graduation. Well, graduation. it wasn't even the party. They were, they were gathered at the house because they were going to her graduation celebration at a restaurant. And and, and the, Sandy, and the showed, up t- Sandy showed up before they left. Yeah,
1: you But see, Brianna doesn't know the relationship that her mom and dad had.
0: I think she probably knows now as an adult because I think once she started having questions about it, maybe Claire opened up to her a little bit about mm-hmm. it. Um, especially now that she knows that Sandy was there, and I mean.
1: She Messy still feels up. like he betrayed, but he didn't really betray your mom. Your mom kind of—it was a—it was an awkward situation.
0: It—it it was.
1: You know it what I'm saying? Was. It was. It's not. It's it's a lot of gray.
0: There is, but at the same time, I feel like Claire tried with Frank.
1: Okay, we tried. we said she tried. She did. She tried. She tried. He Frank, did a good job raising their right, daughter. Right. But, but he still needed love.
0: And I get that. But Frank also put Claire in an impossible situation, I feel like, because you know that she loved this other man and you forbade her to ever talk about that experience again.
1: Yes, but that's how back then, no one's going to talk about that. No one's going to go to therapy about that. I know, but- However, Claire has Jamie in her mind all the time. So I know. Then she's cheating too.
0: I know. Just not with
1: somebody in, in real life. I'm just saying we, get, we we put a lot on Frank. And in this situation, it's, it's a lot of gray Because I don't feel like, I'm sorry, I can't be in a marriage and maybe I forced this marriage where I did love the person I'm with. They don't love me. We're not going to ever make a connection again. But I'm supposed to walk around here faithful where they having lovely fantasies in their head every day. And I'm supposed to be the good person and i'll just wait until we officially get a divorce he needs to find love too because claire's not gonna love him
0: i and i and i understand that and i remember when they had the conversation about you know we said we'd be discreet Mm -hmm. and i and i and i understand that he was wrong
1: though about the graduation though he was wrong i'm just saying that was wrong (laughs) she shouldn't have came to the party
0: right And then I think, I also think if it was going to be something like that, like if Frank really was that serious about Sandy, like we saw the episodes right before his death, where he told Claire, he was like, yeah, I'm planning on marrying her and we're going to go back to the UK. Like that should not have been a conversation that you had with her in anger. That was something that should have been discussed. Like once you knew, okay, this is going to be serious. You should have sat down and had a conversation with Claire and be like, "Okay, look, we need to figure this out. We need to do this." And I mean, Claire even offered at one point. He was like, "No." So I I don't know. No, he. I think he was very ambivalent about Frank. Frank. I know,
1: and I think, well, yeah, because he also knew stuff, and he. he, That's a side note. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying that's a side note. Mm -hmm. However, I think he's just like every people when you know when your kids go to college then you realize okay now it's time and I think he was waiting for college and say okay now I'm gonna separate we've Mm -hmm. done raising her we let her decide who she want to hang out with most of the time and be done with and I think that's what he was doing yeah just waiting yeah and stuff so but I like how um and I don't
0: you know what I don't I don't think I don't think Claire doubted Jamie because, I mean, I I have it on in the background. Even, you know, when he's coming to her and he's like, I'm not going to apologize for something that I didn't do. He said, but I don't know what to say because even me trying to deny it has the stink of doubt around it. And she says to him, she was like, well, what kind of faith is that that you have in me that you think I would doubt you? So I think at this point, it's just, it's more so emotions. And I think also too that, like you said with Claire I don't think she doubted that Jamie did it but I think that she maybe she's kind of questioning because Jamie uh, again we have talked about this before the men in this show can be a little bit naive when it comes to the other
1: I'm still gonna hang on high that for a split second when she went back and saw the image of them at the window I said for a -hmm, second mm -hmm. she was like Right. And then it took her far to the left because she should have said, what are we going to do? Mm-hmm. But she went off to, again, I did this because of love. And and I understand it's a lot. It's a lot. You've been dealing with a lot. That's why I said she's not really clear-minded.
0: But yeah, for her to go to that whole, you know, and she did this in, um, what was it, season four when she went back? And uh, after all the stuff happened and she found out about the the uh, marriage to Leary and everything, when she was telling him, maybe I shouldn't have come back. You know, I'm, I'm not supposed to be here. You know, maybe this was a mistake. And you saw that she was kind of doubting herself back then. And it was just because she was hurt from finding out about him, you know, being married. And this is the thing I would say about Jamie. Like Jamie... He he does hold stuff back because he doesn't want to I guess he doesn't want to hurt her or he doesn't want to make her upset but one thing Jamie has to remember is that him and Claire have been through everything together.
1: Yes, they have. And
0: so even even with the things that are doubtful and he's like, "Oh, I don't know if she would understand." Jamie needs to go ahead and start opening his mouth and not waiting mm-hmm. like 20 years and then feeling like, "Oh, this is what I need to confess to do. No why Why would you need to confess to that? I mean, granted, it's nice that you told Claire because there is that openness and they know about each other's, like everything that each other's mm-hmm. been through. But it was just kind of, I don't know. It was just, I felt like it was a weird place for that confession to take place. Because again, it it was so, it didn't have anything to do with the situation
1: at hand and I, I guess he was doing that just to make her feel like just in case she had a little bit of doubt to know that it, i will tell you anything i do right however yeah why are you waiting 20 years to tell me that you could have told me that with a k-back last right. time and we were laying in bed talking
0: right but he's talking about about, about previous
1: lovers you could have mentioned that Right. you want to bring it up now right. and you know what did not help this situation is that Malva described his body,
0: and you know the first time that I watched it, I was so confused. Like, how would she know about the scars and about the birthmark? And then I forgot about when I went back and rewatched the episode where she saw them in the barn.
1: Yeah, she was. There watching. was a
0: moment where they turned because Jamie was getting ready to lay Claire down on the hill base mm-hmm. so you could see his back, and I was yeah. Like,
1: Oh, and she saw his so Confused. And she saw his front. So right. She, I was like, oh damn. I, I knew so where confused. it came from, but then they're confused. Of
0: they're confused because they don't know that she saw them.
1: No, so that's why oh. Claire's like. That's why I said there was a moment because mm-hmm. you're like, well, how she know his body? hmm But I don't know. I know you know who the father of the baby is.
0: <laughs> I do. But I just, I don't know. It's kind of like, again, you have to wonder where Malva's mind is.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Because again, like I said, anybody who knows Jamie and Claire knows of the bond between them and knows that there is no way in hell Jamie would do that to Claire, especially not in their house. Hell no.
1: While she's dying. Here's the thing. While she's dying. Yeah. Yeah. So so, but then they don't know what kind of character he is because first of all, if she was pregnant and he did do this, maybe he was drunk or something. If he did, he's a stand-up type of guy, so he would take responsibility.
0: Right. But you know, um and how
1: and however his nephew did have a relationship with her.
0: See, and like I said, when she showed up at the house and the way Ian was looking at her, I felt like either something was there or he was hoping something was there and he was just trying to figure out what was going on. And then when Ian comes to Claire and gives that confession, I was like, oh, this shit just, it just got muddier and muddier.
1: Right. And the thing about it is that he wants a family. So I felt bad for him. I'm like, and he's ready to marry her. But shit, you don't know who the father of this baby is. Because it could be anyone at this point.
0: Man, let me tell you. And then the other thing too is Claire actually goes to Malva to try to talk to her, to try to figure out like, what is your motivation? Like, why are you doing this? You know, and she, I feel like she's really trying to get Malva to open up. And you can see, like I said, when Malva's talking to her and I'm, I'm looking at this now, you know, Malvin's on the defensive yeah so you came down here so you can call me a whore and Claire's like I don't think Mm -hmm. you're a whore I, I wouldn't call you that and she was like what other kind of woman would spread her legs for a married man and Claire was like I think you made a mistake but I don't think it was with my husband and she's trying to to help her right because she's like look I believe him there is no way that he would do that she was like we have been through things that you couldn't ever understand. She was like, and this will not break us, but I need you to be honest and tell me what's going on so I can help you. And I feel like, again, this is where I feel like Alan is manipulating a situation to try to help his sister out. It almost seems like she's about to confess to Claire or it almost seems like she's going to open up, especially when Claire's like, look, I care about you. And I see that you are a clever young woman. And, you know, she's still telling Malva, look, you are still a woman of worth. I just need you to be honest about what happened. She was like, I care about you and I care about what happens to you. And you can tell Malva- She's starting to break down. She's starting to break down. And I feel like if Alan hadn't have showed up-
1: The truth would have came out.
0: She would have told her because when Claire goes over to her and she grabs her and she turns her around and Malva like- almost embraces her here comes Allen at the fucking house and of course Malva goes back into her blah 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 I feel like Alan is manipulating this situation like again he either knows who the father is and knows that that person will not be able to care for her and her baby or maybe she was messing with another married man who definitely would not be able to care for her and her baby or he doesn't know who it is but he's like okay you know what I see an opportunity for you to make sure you and your child are taken care of.
1: But or, I feel like I, or he's or, the father of the baby. Well, I don't know. Or, it it just it's just I don't know. Just the uh, the looks in the house. Let's t- t- look t- out here. Is
0: so good.
1: I don't know. I'm starting to question him. So that's a or that's just yeah. a theory i'm not quite sure i don't really know that's the thing about it if they they did it very well with her finding her in the church mm. with was it henderson yep and then in so now i'm like really confused it could be one of them or your bro or your brother or someone else
0: here's he the crazy thing. When, when when the uh, town fo- townsfolk are walking through the woods and they're talking about, yeah, uh, Fraser sitting here talking to us about our morals and he's sowing oats of his own. Henderson was the one who was saying that mess. That's why Ian got in his ass. But mm-hmm. I was like...
1: So, I don't know. This is going to, this is going to be really good to find out who that father is because clearly be... clearly the father is also the dun, 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 dun.
0: yeah well that. about uh, about that so let, we'll we'll get to that but you know when Ian goes to the garden to talk to Claire you know she's at the garden and and of course she starts seeing Lionel Brown again which again I'm so sick of this part of the the story I'm I'm really tired of seeing him but you know, Ian goes to her and basically confesses that you know that could be my baby.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh my goodness. And he wants it to be, and he wants to marry her.
0: <sighs> no, so Ian, you deserve so much better.
1: He, he does so much better. But so at some point before this show ends, I need him to find a wife and have a child. Mm-hmm. I need for that mm-hmm. to happen. I need for him to be at peace. Right. And not with her. Right. Well, now it can't be. <laughs> well, <laughs>
0: well, so, you know, Claire is going about her business and, you know, the townsfolk are, are gossiping. They're, they're mm-hmm. talking about things. And so, you know, she's in her surgery. She's having this little bit of despair, you know, this moment of doubt and everything. And, you know, she again sees Lionel Brown in her surgery again and or she starts hearing him and then she sees him and she goes to look outside to try to figure out what's going on and she sees that Malva is coming towards the house and she closes the door and locks it she's like nope I don't feel like dealing with this she goes to grab her ether and she takes it and 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 she passes out and of course While she passes out, you can hear somebody knocking on the door, Mistress Claire, Mrs. Claire, or Mrs. Frazier, And she starts having some visions while she's under the ether. So I'm pretty sure she took way more than she was supposed to. (laughs) But she has the visions of Lionel Brown. And then she has visions of Malva. And like I said earlier, Malva is just sitting there taunting her about how she's old and she's not attractive and he wouldn't want her anymore and all this other stuff. And and in this uh, vision, Claire is basically like, "Stay away from me and my husband, or I'm gonna kill you." And she's got like the little the little knife or whatever. And then she wakes up. So I'm like, okay, Claire, I'm gonna need you to really lay off this fucking ether. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is this is, um, this is too much.
1: I think she will not be using it anymore. She will
0: not be using it after anymore. this episode. Because Claire goes out.
1: She has hit rock bottom
0: to the garden. And as she is gardening, she looks over and she finds Malva's body. Malva has had her throat slit. And it's obvious she has been dead at least for a little while because her skin has started taking on this grayish pallor. Mm-hmm. now Claire realizes there's nothing she can do for Malva but she tries to save Malva's baby and at this point let me tell you when I read this part in the books I almost want to say no Claire don't do it just let the baby die just let the baby die.
1: I thought that too because now you here you go again they don't know
0: <sighs> okay they don't know about cesareans back they then.
1: don't so now it's like here she go again she's a witch she has done this she or
0: not even she, that
1: or it, gonna she's be, upset that she murdered, she had to take the baby, she had to kill the baby, she had to kill the mom.
0: Like, or she was going to kill Malva and take the baby and raise the baby as her own mm-hmm. Which That makes no sense. Just, just let her live, deliver the baby, man, take the baby if that's what you're going to do.
1: Right, and then kill her then.
0: But, you know, for everything that she did, I still don't think Malva
1: deserved
0: that. To, to
1: die like this? To no. To
0: die like that. And I feel like she was probably, again, this is not too long after Claire had gone to speak to her. I feel like she was coming to the house maybe to confess to Claire that Jamie didn't father the child and maybe she was going to confess to Claire who the father was. And I feel like that was probably the person who killed her. Yeah, you know, they, they killed her to keep from the truth coming out. And for whatever reason, I don't know. Could it have been a married man who didn't want his family ruined? Probably. Yes. Could it have been Alan? Probably. I mean, that would be something I feel like that would be worth killing over.
1: Right. And you the know? thing about it, she looked like she was upset when she was coming from the barn. So she could have just, just had an interaction with that person and was like her safe space is Claire but then Claire, again, not being present for the moment, judgment a little clouded.
0: Yeah. Because all you could have did
1: was just close the door when she knocked on the door and so said, I want to talk to you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But instead, you drug yourself where you are passed out. And now? Again, this episode, <laughs> it was like a roller coaster. The twists and turns. The surprise ending. I wasn't expecting her to die at the end of the episode. Yeah. I wasn't expecting her to die at all.
0: Yeah. And like I said, I, I thought were we were gonna play this out.
1: And then yeah. she has the baby, and you realize, oh, that can't be his baby. That belongs to that gentleman. Oh,
0: <sighs> but
1: so hmm and now the drama of just the consequences of her saying it and now she's dead she can't really speak her truth anymore that no. jamie can't be a representative because he was going to what was he doing again
0: he was going to the, he was going uh, to he be going a to speak uh in front of the some sons of liberty um no i think was... they were they were going to choose delegates to go to delegates the he
1: wasn't going to, yeah to he go was going to be Continental congress and he can't be one now because of the scandal yep. everyone's looking at claire sideways
0: but when i tell you that scene where she tried to save that baby oh that broke my heart because regardless of what happened with everything again like i said I feel like Claire still cared about Malva and I think she understood Malva was in a position where somebody was manipulating her to say those things. I Mm -hmm. think, you know, because aside from that, Malva, from the time we met her, she never gave any indication that she had that in her. I feel like somebody was manipulating her. And it could have been whoever, whoever is the father of the baby, or maybe it just got to that point where once she started having fun and she realized the joy of sex. And, you know, like we said, the we pledges. don't know how many men on the ridge she was sleeping with. We know Obadiah Henderson. We know Ian. We possibly and, a third. Possibly mm-hmm. a third. I mean, it could be more but even so one of those two guys could have been the father of her baby but if she, especially if she never said anything because obviously she didn't say anything to Ian about it the first time Ian heard about her being pregnant was when she accused Jamie mm-hmm. so it could have easily have been Ian's baby it could have easily have been Obadiah Henderson's it could have been anybody else's and her being in that position again like you said she's young she's unwed she has Tom Christie forefathers.
1: Yeah, I'm going to say you have Tom Christie as a dad. So she
0: probably panicked and was trying to figure out what she was going to do. And like I said, I feel like her brother was there. Okay, you know, because we've seen it before when their father is, you know, spanking her or when he's berating her, it's almost like Alan wants to say something to him, but he's scared of his father, but he doesn't like the way Tom treats Malva. So maybe in this instance, he was like, okay, you know what? I haven't been able to protect her before. I'm going to protect her now. This is what you need to do to make sure you and the child are taken care of. I really feel like he was kind of manipulating a lot of that because I don't think, I don't think Malva really had that in her up until this point.
1: Right. And then what's interesting is that Tom Christie has been very quiet this episode and, Handled it quite differently than I thought he would handle it. Maybe in the book he was a little bit more outspoken, but here he was just very quiet. It seems like you're right. Alan said a lot more.
0: I you know what? I don't remember his reaction in the book, but I feel like this one in this episode, he was still just getting over being sick remember him and Claire both had the sickness at the mm-hmm. same time and Claire was not even 100 you no. know at this point but also I think too if you think about Tom Christie and his attitude towards Malva he probably wasn't surprised because remember he keeps saying yeah. you know he kept referring to her you know, or are you gonna be like your evil mother or that sort of thing? yeah, and just... remember the the suspicion that we have that Malva is not really his child, and in the books, she's not she's his brother's child, and the mama killed the brother, you know, so I feel like he probably wasn't surprised and it was just to the point where he was probably like everything that I tried to do to make sure that she didn't end up like her mother and she ended up like her mother. Yeah, I feel like nothing that was I that can kind do kind
1: of
0: this. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. and then
0: once she said it was Jamie, I'm going to be honest, I feel like maybe Tom Christie also knew that that wasn't the case because he's known Jamie since the Culloden days, since the Jacobite days. mm mm-hmm. He knows his character
1: too. He knows his character too. And regardless of
0: whether or not he likes Jamie, he knows that Jamie is an honorable man. He has said that before. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: He knows the way Jamie conducts himself. He knows that Jamie would never put himself in a position like that. And not only that, he knows that Jamie would never bring that kind of uh, shame to Claire. Mm -hmm. So I feel like he was being silent because maybe he knew that that wasn't the truth, but again, he didn't know who she was going to name until they got there to the house, right? And then once she named him, what can you do then? Are you gonna and, stand and in then front of details, right? And then and details are you about stand his body there in front of those people and call your daughter a liar? No, he's not gonna do that.
1: He's and then he knows that. that, um, Jamie will take care of her because at this point. He's the named dad.
0: Jamie ain't taking care of shit. He better not.
1: Well, now, I mean, I mean, the yeah, sad he, part is he, I don't, I think he would do it even though he's not the father.
0: I would hope not because if you do it, that's all but admitting to everybody. I else. know, but
1: even Claire is willing to like take care of her and help her out. So I don't.
0: <laughs> but we'll never know now because. Maybe... No, we wouldn't
1: because that was solved
0: i was dead i wasn't expecting her death to come this quickly
1: like, oh, i wasn't expecting it
0: yeah at all i i thought that it would come a little bit but as you can see at the time of her death she was very um pregnant she was very pregnant so obviously this is taking place over a course of months Because, Mm -hmm. like I said, I feel like when all the sickness started going down, I feel like she was already pregnant at that
1: point. And then you can tell it's been months because they have Claire, like, hair growing Mm -hmm. back. So, I don't know. Now Now we have to deal with everyone thinking that Claire killed her. I mean, it's in her garden, in front of her surgery.
0: And tried to take the baby so yeah that's that's about to be some that's about to be some mess you and then who
1: heard. and then normal people when you hear this gossip you will believe it like oh she had an affair with especially um, because
0: most of those people the fisher folk they don't really know jamie like that anyway so yeah mr fraser be- she
1: had an affair so mrs <laughs> fraser was upset about it and killed her out in the garden
0: like, like Claire would be really stupid enough to kill somebody in her. Uh, but that's us in our logical brains talking.
1: We like, seriously, see the like, really seriously, right in front of my surgery, in front of the barn. Like, you don't think I would take her out in the woods? In
0: my garden where I grow my herbs. And like, my why vegetables. would I do that? Why would I taint my. But, you know, like I said, you know. We have more end, sense than than the Fisher folk do. So,
1: just poison her. If she wanted to kill her, she would have poisoned her. Not.
0: Yeah, some, you know, somebody the way the way that her throat was slit that was I feel like that was a crime of passion, it or is. that was a crime of anger. That was somebody trying to keep her silent, and I think they just. It,
1: they knew she they was about you. to crack yeah they knew she was about to tell so claire.
0: and then mm. how do you how do you eliminate your other problem kill her right there in the garden kill her right yeah. there in front of claire's house and then that way either claire or jamie would be blamed for it and not you and and that'll take care of itself you whoever did it probably will never be exposed I know from the books that that's not the case but I don't you know again they may change things up for the show we don't know how they're going to do it I will say this I don't think they're going to get to it in this season because we only have two more episodes I don't think they're going to find out the truth in this season because I think that was kind of a process in the was oh, it okay so, I have a feeling that's going to come next season, especially since season 7 is going to be extended. I think we're getting 17 episodes next season. So, most likely we'll get that reveal then, but I Again, what was it that we we just said? I I just edited our last episode uh earlier last night. What we, what was it that we said? Jamie and Claire, they be going through some shit.
1: <laughs> And it told you that when that storm, that storm was coming over the ridge. It's telling you.
0: Some stuff about to go. And and that's
1: another, that would be also another reason why she would after that slight little doubt and she was going off about if I didn't travel because of our love, it's because of so much. It is so much. It's like we don't have. Everything is always an obstacle. It's always a speed bump. I always talk about speed bumps with people. It's always a speed bump. It's like we just can't have any just peaceful moments. Our life is just always something. Right. Maybe it wouldn't have been that way if I just didn't love you and I didn't travel back and things like that. Right. But but at the same you time, you gotta think about it. It's worth it. Yeah, because
0: I was gonna say if if Claire, I, and I know she was upset, and a lot of times when we're upset, we focus more on the negative. But if mm-hmm. you think about it, in comparison, in comparison to the bad stuff, they've had a lot of good stuff happen. To
1: they them. have, and, and so, in the full life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, a love that some people will never ever get.
0: Right. Like she came back for him and found him.
1: Right. And he, he loves you he the same way you love him.
0: Right. And then not only that, then your daughter came to find you. So he gets a chance to meet this daughter he never, ever thought he would get a chance to meet. And then her love of her life follows her. So now you have your daughter and her husband, and you have this grandchild, and you have another grandchild on the way. And then you have Fergus and his full family. So there's still a lot of good
1: Mm -hmm. that has Mm -hmm. come
0: through their life. They found Myrta again after 20 years, even Mm -hmm. though He, you know, his story didn't have as happy an ending, but still Mercer was able to find love before he died. You know, they were able to reunite with Jocasta. Jamie hadn't seen Jocasta since he was a child. So there are still some good things that have happened. Right. But they have changed
1: some lives, too for yeah. the better so yeah.
0: but so, but when that, that storm hits and all this stuff starts like coming 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 it's so easy to focus on the negative mm-hmm. but i'm gonna need claire to put that pessimism up now because she's gonna have to have her wits about her
1: yes to
0: get through this
1: because, because if you continue know it's about shit. right and if she continues on this path and you're not present they need to they do good when they work together right jamie and claire and you can't be numb in the situation so i need you to
0: leave this fucking either alone
1: right kind of get out of it because you have things being thrown your way and you're a little sluggish
0: Mm -hmm. yep i need you to be on your a game and she's gonna have to be now she has no choice and i feel like she's gonna have to tell jamie she's gonna have to because that's the only way mm -hmm. jamie is gonna be the one that's gonna hold her accountable So I feel like she has to tell him at this point, especially after what just happened, because I know Jamie is going to know that she didn't do it, but Claire, you know, Claire's going to have some guilt about it. And think about it. At this point, she doesn't know if she did it because she was under the ether. Remember she had, she had the dream Mm -hmm. that she threatened Malva and she had, she had the little scalpel in her hand and then Malva's,
1: Throat is slit.
0: So maybe at this point,
1: she's she she doesn't know either.
0: Oh, shit did I do this
1: while I was under? You right. don't know,
0: but of course, your hands are clean when you walk out the house, you have no blood on your dress. But she's not, she's probably not, she's gonna not. Be thinking rationally because no, one, she's not, you're going through shock. This person mm-hmm. who you literally took in under your wing, regardless of what's happened the last few months, Malva was close, she was close to Malva, you know? I think had that relationship not fractured in that way, that Malva pretty much killed it. Claire probably would have grown to think of Malva like an additional daughter. So you know that's a bit of a shock and then the fact that she's pregnant and now this baby is also gone, this innocent baby who didn't ask for any of this. You know, but now that child is gone. To you know, Claire is about to have a whole bunch of guilt. She always has guilt when she when she loses someone. And even though this was something that that she could have helped,
1: well, she could could have 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 because if she she did not, if she opened the door, even open the door and say, "Hey, I don't want to talk to you,"
0: because it could have deterred whoever whoever
1: was behind.
0: Or Malva could have Malva could have been like, "Hey, somebody's somebody's coming after me," or I'm scared can you please let me in i need to talk because i don't think claire would have turned her away if she Mm -hmm. would have seen that malva was scared or that malva or or that it seemed like malva was about to confess something or just wanted to talk i really don't think claire would have turned her away because again claire was getting through to her when she was talking to her at her house Mm -hmm. until alan walked out the house so i don't think claire would have turned her away I think if Claire hadn't have been in that panic mode from seeing Lionel Brown when she saw uh, Malva coming up I don't think she would have locked the door and and would have done what she did she Mm -hmm. probably would have been like oh my god do I really have to deal with this now but again like you said if you look at the way Malva was approaching the house she was approaching it with some urgency
1: she was that's what I'm saying she just had an interaction with someone yeah so I think
0: Claire would have seen that and she would have she would have acted appropriately and and that could have saved Malva's life. But even though she didn't, I still don't blame her for that because who would want you accused my husband of getting you pregnant? Why would I want to talk to you? I wouldn't have opened the door either. But you know, that's not how Claire's going to look at it. Claire's no. going to feel some guilt.
1: So, And the thing about it, and if people knew who Claire was, she would never hurt anyone. Like, at all, mm-hmm. she don't believe in hurting anyone. Nope. So, <sighs>
0: I know this was a lot. It was, but I was like, "Oh, when when it got a lot it, in one man,
1: episode." Like I literally thought, "Okay, it's going to end after her confession, and them yeah. going back and forth about it."
0: But no, it was a. I think this episode was like an hour and eleven minutes. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it it was a lot. It was a lot to take in because at first I thought the I thought the sickness uh, storyline was going to last a little bit longer, but I'm kind of glad it didn't because I feel like it would have drug out if that was all we were seeing was like Claire, you know, going through this sweaty sickness, this fever sickness and just watching everyone around her react. That would have that would have drug on. I would have been like, okay, y'all.
1: Right. I mean, it was it was a the pace was great. Mm -hmm. They just had a lot. But then in one episode,
0: once that happened, it's like everything took off. It was a it
1: was a lot in one episode. Yeah. Um. However, we're going to give our honorable mention to the funniest moment when she asked Tom Christie for a sample
0: of his fecal matter (laughs) so she could try to get out
1: get out i'll walk you home get out
0: (laughs) man let me tell you that the look on his face first of all when she walked in and he saw her he saw her hair he was disgusted and then when she was like how are you he was like excuse me you asking me how I'm doing it you're the one that said he's like you came down here in your enfeebled condition
1: (laughs) like sit down
0: he was just so through with her this whole episode he was just like I just don't understand you woman and then now you're asking me for a a shit sample like really (laughs) really
1: for my poop I'm I'm taking you home (laughs) he was like get out we gotta go and then the other the other
0: really nice uh part of the episode even though you know we we did get to see a fight between claire and jamie but we also got to see a really sweet conversation with them um you know at that night when she's she's sleeping and jamie is on the you know he's on the floor because he doesn't want to disturb her sleep and they talk about when they went to collect the rents in first season and you know Mm. she was out there and he was sleeping outside her door so they they had some good conversation and it was you know, it was fun. They were talking about their attributes and, you know, why do you love me? And just, just to see them have that kind of connection still Mm -hmm. and, and to have some fun and serious moments. I love that. I always love that with them too, because again, Jamie Fraser speaks like no other man. I I know, you know, when he's talking to Claire about how much he loves her and he's Uh, even even talking to her about death like the way like you can't leave me he was like you know what was it that he said he was talking about the sun he said something about I used to love watching the sun go up and down you know day and night because when I was in the cave and when I was in the uh, arts mirror that let me know that the world was going about its business and that things were you know the way they were supposed to be he was like and that's how I feel when I hear you fluttering about your surgery, you know, talking to yourself or cursing at yourself, he said that that's my son. And he was like, if you were no longer here, the sun wouldn't rise and set for me anymore. And I'm just like.
1: I know, I know. So that's what I'm saying. Like I said, a couple of episodes ago, when it's the end, they need to go out the notebook style and they die together in the bed of old age.
0: Cause I don't see, I don't see. How I can't
1: that, see. I don't mm-hmm. see how they either would carry on,
0: right? Because we almost saw at last last season with Jamie with the with the rattlesnake bite, how he almost died, and Claire mm. was like, "Uh uh-uh, uh, you tried to leave me." Like literally, Jamie's heart almost stopped beating, and she had to kind of, she had to kind of finesse him back to life. But you know, it's like they both have been on the brink of death. And I think both of them now, especially in this episode, Jamie was probably looking like, oh, so this is how she felt when I almost died from the rattlesnake because mm-hmm. he wanted to die. Remember, he was like, no, I would rather die than you cut my leg off. You know, because he didn't want to be an invalid or a cripple. He was, he would rather die and and couldn't understand why Claire was like, you cannot do that. Mm-hmm. He knows it now. Because she was almost there. And you can see it, like I said, you can see it on his face. He was devastated. He was so worried Claire was not going to make it from this. And he was like, never again. You cannot die and leave me. That's not. And she was like, I'm not going to do that. That's not going to happen. And I mean, Brianna even says she was like, um, excuse me, I need you. You cannot go anywhere. You are not allowed yeah. to scare us like that again.
1: So we gotta go out it, together. I
0: don't think. I don't think Except for maybe when she was miscarrying, Faith. I don't think we've ever seen Claire sick like that.
1: No, just then. I mean, and that was honestly that was bad too.
0: That, yeah, it was bad. Yeah, but
1: because she could have, mean, yeah. she could have died then.
0: Mm-hmm. Master Raymond took care of that though.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, and I, that- I
0: liked her mentioning him again. I do miss because again i do miss that second season you know it was new characters and master Ra- master raymond was one of my favorite characters from back then and i'm really sad that we haven't seen him like i don't even know if he's actually alive at this point in the books but i like that little throwback and that little mention of mm-hmm. him but
1: so okay i
0: tell you well the shit done hit the fan now yes it um, has just gotta see how and and now we
1: just have to watch it hit the walls
0: right see which way the wind is gonna blow yeah
1: how it dries so
0: it's about to be some drama
1: yes and do we have the title for the next for the uh, oh sticks and stones hmm don't tell me much
0: (laughs) Bones. but break my bones. i have a feeling that that's probably referencing whatever rumors are about to hit the ridge about malva's death and what may have caused it or who may have caused mm-hmm. it and yeah like i said jamie and claire are about to they're about to go through a very trying time they're going to have to be on one page so that they can get through it together which means yes Claire's, they do claire is definitely going to have to confess to jamie what she's been doing as far as the ether and she's going to have to stop she's going to have to have all of her wits about her so that she can deal with what's about to come because something tells me a shit storm is about to happen and damn christy's i told you the christy's are causing chaos
1: i didn't i didn't think in this way but okay
0: yeah
1: i'm here for it
0: all right you have any final thoughts on the episode
1: no just speech speechless that's all
0: yeah i guess we'll see what happens Mm -hmm. afterwards but for now that's it for our show you can find us online at www.fandomhybrid.com we are on social media on facebook instagram and twitter at Phantom hybrid You can watch our videos on our YouTube channel and listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms. Thanks for listening. We hope you join the conversation next time.